Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Dende, how about those Miami Heats, sir? Plus two and a half first quarter. That's what I'm talking about. 22 to 15. Heat lead it. You absolutely love to see it. And Boston, now two and a half point favorites here in game seven, minus 145 on the money line, over under, down to 188 and a half. Your thoughts after 12 minutes? It was a rough first quarter. There was a lid on the basket for Boston. They were 6 of 23 from the floor. They were missing layups with their right hand. They were missing layups with their left hand. Just rolling off of the rim. One would think that that's not going to stay put. Jason Tatum has one point for the entire first quarter on just one shot. He was one of two at the free throw line. He did roll his ankle in the opening Really opening 30 seconds, PJ, so that's something to at least monitor. Jalen Brown shot 10 shots in the first quarter. 10 shots. Jalen Brown is on pace right now to shoot 40 times. Yeah, and Tatum only shot the ball one time. He had one point. He's one for two from the free throw line. That's got to change. Yeah, you mentioned Boston. I mean, it's just outside of Brown. He's got eight. Derek White, Robert Williams, Al Horford all have two points. Tatum has one. And that's it for Boston right now. Tatum does have six rebounds. So, again, if you took that over 10.5, looking pretty, pretty good. For Miami, all their starters have scored. They've only played six guys right now, as now uh, Haywood Highsmith has checked in, it looks like, and Duncan Robinson. So, Spo starting to go to the bench a little bit as Brogdon comes, comes up empty. Jimmy Butler has six points. Uh, Caleb Martin has seven. Bam, two. Vincent, two. Struess with five. Butler is two assists, three rebounds, one steal. Keep an eye on that. Remember, 14-1 to at the start of the game to get a triple-double for Jimmy Butler. I mean, Jason Tatum, though, Denton, like, ugh. It'll, it'll, it'll adjust, right? Like, he rolled his ankle a little bit, so it'll adjust once he gets more comfortable. You can kind of see him now. His body language isn't great. Once he sees that first shot go in, though, I think you're going to see a, a woken-up Jason Tatum. Mm. So that uh, that first quarter cash from the Heat was nice. Duncan Robinson, there you go, knocks down a three. So it's 25-15, to 15, and as we look at the live money line, Denton, it's a pick em, minus 110 each way. So if you like Boston to win game seven, you can get them at a, uh, at a very nice price here at minus 110. Are you surprised right now with the start by the Heat? 
I'm more surprised with how bad Boston is because oh. I was anticipating that this crowd, we can't hear it because obviously we are doing a show and that would really impede our, our job. But it looks like the crowd's dead. And I was like, I was expecting the crowd was going to be popping, PJ. Like, I thought this was going to be a raucous environment. I love when crowds are described as raucous. I thought this crowd was going to be a, a great environment. And I see a lot of people just kind of sitting there's no real animation within the audience. Nobody's jumping up and down. It doesn't look like it's very loud in there. This looks like right now that Miami has come in and made this Miami North. Dude, I mean, crazy. 27 to 15. Celtics are minus 105 right now on the money line. They're also plus one and a half, minus 120 at BetMGM if you want to take a shot at them. Over under 187. And a half. The Miami defense, though, I mean, just just terrific. They've only given up 15 points here. Boston is uh, is shooting. What's their field goal percentage? Bad. Right now? It's 25 percent. Six for 24. They're 0 of 11 from three point range. Yeah. I mean, they are getting weirdly close to when the Houston Rockets, Rockets. miss 27 in a row. Yeah, not the not the game. And this is what happens again when you fall behind. Oh, three in a series. You have to be perfect for four games, right? You have to. You, there's just no it, room for wiggle room. You it, don't afford yourself. It's a sweep. It is. Right? It is. Yeah, it's it's a sweep. It's not sweep. a gentleman's sweep. It's not a regular sweep. It's an f boy sweep. Yeah. Because you couldn't take care of business at first, and now you're back against the wall. You got to make something happen. So we will see. Uh, we will see what happens. But definitely interesting. Miami off to a great start as they lead by twelve. Here, early stages, second quarter, but Jason Tatum's got to get going. Only is one point right now he for got, the Celtics. He got pickpocketed. Yeah, right? he did. Dan, let's talk some NFL. DeAndre Hopkins, he got released by the Arizona Cardinals. His odds for the next team now, he will join. Buffalo's the favorite, plus 300. Kansas City, they're coming at number two, plus 400. Ravens, plus 650. Jets, plus 700. Patriots, 850. Chargers 10 to 1. You have the Lions, Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers on this list. Your thoughts on DeAndre Hopkins and uh, where where you think he ends up? Well, my thoughts were that I jumped on the old uh, Instagram yesterday and I saw DeAndre Hopkins in Baltimore. He, he, uh-huh. he posted on his Instagram story. I saw that too. He geotagged the Baltimore. I'm sure your thought was a little bit different than mine, I mm-hmm. thought. This is interesting. I'm sure you thought something of, oh, my God, please, yes. Please, please, yes, Dan. But then I saw a report today that he is deciding between the Bills and the Chiefs, so the rich would be getting richer. I'm stunned at how low the Chargers are on this list of odds. I think they should be above the Jets and certainly above the Patriots. DeAndre Hopkins is not going to the Patriots. I told PJ yesterday on Sunday's bets, I will stand by this, if DeAndre Hopkins goes to the Patriots or to the Dallas Cowboys, the two teams that seemingly are always involved in these conversations, I will do a show shirtless because it's not happening. And by the way, I'm not exactly uh, built like a Greek god underneath this T-shirt. All right? like It's not like you're getting a six-pack. No, you're too modest. No, it, no. Th- that is not how it goes. It's like Aaron Judge under there. Well, I've never seen Aaron Judge shirtless, so I don't know if that's a good I thing mean, or a bad Dan, thing. I mean, he's like 6'7", and he's all muscle. So how do that you think That is not what this looks, looks like. Okay. I worked out earlier today, and I double-checked. It is not what that looks like. But he's not going there. He's going to – he for the first time in his career since college, but first time professionally, he has the opportunity to pick who he gets to play with at the quarterback spot, which for a guy his caliber is a luxury you do not often get. 
I mean, I, I for one, am, am terrified if he goes to Kansas City. I really am. It's just like the rich getting richer, and, and really, like, DeAndre Hopkins gets to team up with Mahomes. That just is no fun for anybody. I do think he goes to Buffalo. The point that isn't getting talked about enough, and maybe it really isn't a factor at all, and, again, we were talking about this on our show Sunday's Bets yesterday. How does DeAndre Hopkins feel about the cold weather? We know that wide receivers are prima donnas, and some of them just ain't about that cold weather life. They're really not about it. And DeAndre Hopkins is a guy that played his college ball at Clemson, pretty warm there, played his NFL, started his NFL career off in Houston, pretty warm there. Then he went to Arizona, pretty warm there. Well, now the odds on favorites of teams where he can land are Buffalo. Denton, is it is it uh is it warm there? No, Buffalo seems like one of the five worst places to live okay. in this country. What about Kansas City? Does it get warm there in the wintertime? In the wintertime, no, but it feels like they I could suffer for championships. What about the Ravens? Does it get warm there in the wintertime? Warmer than the other two places, but still not great. Jets and Patriots, is it warm there in the wintertime? Nope. Okay. So the top five odds are all teams where it's it's not essentially warm in the winter. That leads me to believe, though, that he doesn't care. Which is, again, and that might be the case. That might be the case. Which it's If you're an NFL receiver, like at this point, especially if you've been in the league as long as he has, like you have played enough cold-weather games, but it's another thing to live in that city and wake up and go to it every day and practice and drive in snow, and who knows if he wants to deal with that. I mean, we don't think about that stuff, but if you play for the Buffalo Bills, Denton, I mean, pretty much every day in December and January, you're driving to the uh, facility I would, I in would, snow. I would simply never do it. So, I mean, with all due respect to the great people of Buffalo, I, I see the videos where the snow, when they get back from a road trip, right, just is completely swallowing up their cars. That's what I'm saying. You could not pay me enough to live there. So, we're truly going to see how badly DeAndre Hopkins wants a ring. Because the odds, I agree with, right? Like, the Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, they all need could use another receiver they're all teams that have championship aspirations but they all play in, in cold weather cities and especially buffalo i mean you're, you're gonna be dealing with snow if you're deandre hopkins so that's something that you want to deal with you you go and right I, in. I do want to point out because you're not wrong in saying that wide receivers are traditionally prima donnas but i feel like deandre hopkins was in that class of guys that really weren't oh no question because we we got kind of blessed from like two that when calvin johnson got to oh, the nfl Larry Fitzgerald, pros pro all like andre Julio, johnson pros pro all these dudes for sure the night oh well, i mean Cortland finnegan might not think andre johnson is nice but <laughs> yeah. like everybody else reggie seems wayne to think he's nice. man yeah all these guys you're so right that you're so right anquan bolden like those dudes from that ilk from that year were just like that but uh like i actually need the prima donnas back to be I honest know, it know, would make I life mean, more fun you miss antonio brown a little bit all right not that kind of prima donna. Okay. he was just an a-hole i need like the steve smith i'm gonna celebrate after i yeah, score like Terrell chad Owens johnson kinda, yeah here's my hall of fame chad jacket johnson. even though he's not gonna get in the hall of fame like give me those kinds of things i got you i got i'll you. take the gritting in the end zone i can't really do the gritty but I'll take the gritting in the end zone. Like, that's some sort of personality, at least. Yeah, I, so I do think it's Buffalo. I think that's I think that's where he goes. Um, we know Diggs is the number one there. I, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins is any problem being a number two if the number one is a guy like Diggs, and he gets to play with a quarterback like Allen. He gets to compete for a ring. Um, he knows they're going to throw the ball because Buffalo still really don't hasn't run. solved their, their running issues. Um so, yeah, I am surprised again, and I told you this yesterday, I'm surprised the Browns aren't high up on this list. I, you know, I don't know what his relationship is with Deshaun Watson, but they were certainly very good together in Houston. 
and Amari Cooper's there, Elijah Moore's there, Nick Chubb's one of the best backs in football. That organization is a train wreck. He's been in too many train wreck organizations. I would, uh, it's Kansas City or Baltimore or Buffalo or bust. Mm. And by the way, Baltimore to me feels like the spot. Do you? Play with Lamar Jackson, you, you play with Odell Beckham and Zay Flowers and Rashad Bateman and a good running game. It's balanced. The offense should be at least should be more balanced than it's been in the past. I feel like that'd be a really good spot. And by the way, if you remember the report, if you believe the report, Lamar Jackson said, get me Odell Beckham Jr., get me DeAndre Hopkins, and I'll re-sign with you in Baltimore. Got Odell Beckham Jr. He's already re-signed, so the order of operations a tad bit off in this equation. But if you go get DeAndre Hopkins, that is the offseason that Lamar Jackson wanted, and that's commitment by the Ravens to winning with a new style of football that Lamar Jackson wants to play. If they do get DeAndre Hopkins, I can't explain to you enough like how uncharacteristic of a Ravens offseason this would be. Like with the receiving moves that they made. Like this it's just, like a completely different team. It just doesn't happen. Like with this high profile of guys. Do you know that they actually picked up Nelson Aguilar this offseason? I do remember okay. that. Yes. Yeah. Like that's the kind of guy that they go after, right? It's like that dude, Willie Sneed, like Michael Sammy Crabtree Watkins. at the tail end of his career, like that kind of guy. They don't go after like Odell Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins. They tra- they drafted Zay Flowers. So I don't know. They've already made two moves. If the price is right and Hopkins is willing to come. I definitely think they'll entertain it. Lamar, being the highest-paid player in football now, has obviously a voice in that organization, in that locker room. So they will take his input. Um, They're doing everything they can to not be the Green Bay Packers. And getting their quarterback some help when he asks for it. At some point, point, though, Den, I just... I, I'm a little afraid that the Ravens are getting away from who they are if they get Hopkins. If the Bills and the Chiefs get him, like you're a throwing first football team, he'll fit right in. The Ravens, though, man, I mean, Lamar is obviously maybe the greatest running quarterback we've ever seen. J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are finally coming into a season healthy for the first time in a couple of years after they both tore their ACL in the offseason a couple of years ago. I know you have a new offensive coordinator, in Todd Munkin, who's a pro-style guy, and that's what Lamar ran with Bobby Petrino at Louisville. But the Ravens are a run-first football team, and this is the problem they got into the year when Lamar won his unanimous MVP. After that, they tried to the year after that they tried to unleash him, and they tried to like turn him into like outdoing Mahomes and outdoing Allen and all these guys and turning into a passer, and that's just not who Lamar is. Now, in his defense, he never had the weapons that those guys had, right? He really only had Mark Andrews. So now the idea is you surround him with those weapons and he can be some version of that guy. And we'll see if that happens. But I just, watching the Ravens every game like I do, I just know when they commit to run the football, when that's what they do, and they commit to it, Denton, they, they are a tough team to beat. And that's why Greg Roman would drive me crazy because the year that they went 14 and 2 when they had the number one seed in the AFC when they were the best team in football they on third and six they would run the football because they knew that they had two plays to get a first down that was their attitude we will get six yards on these two plays you know it and we know it and it won't matter and they just like went away from that the last couple years and Again, I know you want to save Lamar. You can't run him like you, that every single year. 
but they just weren't running the ball as much as they should have. And he still led the league in touchdown passes that year. That's what people don't realize. They ran the ball so much in 2019, Lamar still led the league in touchdown passes. So we'll see what Munkin does. If they bring in Hopkins, that's another guy who's going to want touches, who's going to want receptions and all that stuff. And I just worry that they could be getting away from their identity a little bit because they are at their best when they run the football. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I would still go to DeAndre Hopkins because they, they have run into that issue when they were great running teams and they're down in the postseason and then they're screwed. Yeah. So you, well, you got to have some sort of balance And there. that's the thing. And that's the thing, and that's probably why if they do get him, that's the thought process behind it. Miami Heat are not going away. They're up 13, 38 to 25 on the Boston Celtics now two and a Welcome back to BetMGM tonight on the BetQL network presented by BetMGM. Welcome back, BetMGM Tonight. PJ Glasser, Denton Day, filling in for Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashu. Hope everybody's having a great holiday weekend. Miami Heat up 47-34 to right now on the Boston Celtics. 3.15 to go in the second quarter. Heat with possession. Struess has to chuck something up. Oh, man, it almost went in. Uh, Caleb Martin's been fantastic in this series, and he's been fantastic in Game 7 Tonight, he has 14 points for the Heat. He's got five rebounds as well. Jimmy Butler, six points, four rebounds, four assists. Gabe Vincent with eight points. Bam Adebayo, four points, four rebounds, three assists. You have Max Struess with five points. Duncan Robinson is chipped off with five points off the bench as well. Jalen Brown, 13 points tonight for the Celtics so far. Jason Tatum, just two for four from the field for five points for Boston Horford, Derek White also with five points, Robert Williams with six. Boston is uh, three for 18 from the three-point line. They're 14 for 38 from the field. That's 37%. Miami, meanwhile, shooting 51% from the field and 54% from three-point range. So part of the reason the Heat are up by 13. They're shooting the ball a whole lot better the live line right now is Miami minus two and a half over under 194 and a half. But uh, Boston needs to start hitting down some of these threes. There you go. There Marcus you go. Smart knocks one down. It so felt it's... like every time Boston has hit a three and gotten the crowd into it, Miami has an immediate response. So with two minutes, I mean, if Boston can get this within six at the half, you got to feel pretty good entering the third quarter. That's a, bi- that's a big ask, though, the way that this game has gone back and forth. Well, this is a big, big final two minutes to the half, right, Denton? Because, you know, Boston can creep in and make this like a four or five-point game potentially, or Miami could stretch this thing out back to 14-15. So huge two-minute stretch here. Jimmy Butler just missed like a five-footer uh, floater. And then Tatum comes, comes right Jason back down Tatum. with the By the layup. way, that floater Jimmy misses, you've seen him make that about 70 yeah, times in this postseason. For sure. Like that, that is his shot right on that baseline, just a little bit of touch. That's what he specializes in. Yeah. Jimmy just hasn't been on it these last couple games. As soon as I say that, knocks down a three as he probably got fouled too. So big shot there for Miami. Minute and a half to go in uh, in half number one. Vegas on the power play, still up 3 nothing. 12 minutes to go. In the second quarter, love how my Golden Knights are looking 
in this game six. In Emma in uh, Major League Baseball, Atlanta Braves are only up one nothing on the Oakland Athletics. We're going to talk about those Oakland Athletics next segment. But uh, the A's are plus two ten on the money line. If you think they're going to shock the Braves tonight, Angels up four to one on the White Sox. No score in Nationals and Dodgers, and a good series getting ready to go out in Seattle over the next three days. Yankees and Mariners get going in fifteen minutes here on Memorial Day. But uh, Denton, let's continue talking some NFL. Let's talk about the Las Vegas Raiders and their quarterback situation because Jimmy G had foot surgery after signing with the Raiders during free agency. As one does. People thought that he should be ready to go by week one and and there's still some feeling that he, he should be okay to go by week one. But how are you feeling about the Raiders this upcoming season? Their current over-under is 7.5. Obviously, they play in a difficult division with the Chiefs and the Chargers. They play in a difficult conference in the AFC. Offense is is good. Head coach, eh. Defense, terrible. Thoughts on the Raiders? I wouldn't even know if I'd call their offense good. Wide receiver, one, great. I think Josh Jacobs is going to be fine. But their offense doesn't have much going. Yeah, lost Waller. Whether or not Jimmy G is the quarterback or not, I mean, that that organization is in complete despair at, at the moment. Jimmy G failed a physical after they traded for him. <laughs> I mean, ha- or after they, I think they signed him, right? How do you allow that to happen? You sign him to that big contract, and then he fails a physical. Like, you, you have to be on top of your game like that. There's a clear difference in the, the organizations that are consistently great in not just competing for championships, BJ, but just consistently getting into the postseason, hovering around 9 to 10 wins. The Raiders do everything the opposite of that. They look at like teams like the Commanders and the Browns and the Texans, and they want to go sit at that lunch table instead of the Chiefs and the Bills and the Ravens and the teams that consistently do it right. I mean, their best player has come out and criticized their way of operations And the head coach agreed with him. Like, my brother in Christ, you are running the team. You can make the difference. You can't be like, yeah, he is right. He has earned the right to say the way we're doing things is stupid. And then not change it. It's the most ludicrous way of doing things. And now, for some unexplainable reason, PJ, Tom Brady might Michael Jordan himself... I have never in my life seen a human being that would run away from $375 million the way that Tom Brady is trying to run away from $375 million at Fox. They gave him, without ever seeing this dude work, $375 million. For literally being Tom Brady. For being Tom Brady. I mean, dude, take the job, hang out with your family, and go away for a little bit. Men will do so much to avoid therapy, PJ. Tom Brady's on the. I mean, I, I have that organization is such a disaster. How Tom Brady got in bed with them, I will never understand. I mean, that's the thing. Like the Tuck rule. I mean, that's tough. Raiders fans hate Brady. They feel like he stole a Super Bowl from him, and now he's going to be part owner of the team. At least Jeter went to like the Marlins, you know. And do you even get excited at forty-five-year-old Tom Brady being your quarterback? No. Because the answer to that should be no. Well, I mean, like there's a there's a reasonable level of excitement, but 
he's not the Tom Brady of old. You are not built the same way that Tampa Bay was built. I mean, their offensive line was in shambles last year, and Tom Brady got destroyed. If your offensive line is in top five in football, you don't need a 45-year-old quarterback, <sighs> especially when you play in a division with Chris Jones, the entire Denver Broncos defense, and then a Bosa brother and Khalil Mack. Raiders You're going to get the guy killed. Raiders are a disaster. I have no thoughts on their win total at 7.5. Den, I can tell you what I'm looking forward to, though, and that is betting every Las Vegas Raiders game in-game. When they are up by two scores, I look forward to taking the other side. When they are down, I look forward to betting them because they always play one-score games. All right, over-under, knowing what we know right now, four-and-a-half, four-and-a-half games where the Raiders will actually at any point get up two scores. Over. Over, you think so? I would say under to that. Yeah, I say over. And then I would also say to that that of those over four-and-a-half, they will blow Three of those four, games. Four and a half. Four and a half of those games. Yeah, man. It's what they do. They they just oh, Vegas just scored again, Denton. Four nothing, baby. Oh, at least one team in that Yeah, I was gonna say right. Raiders take note, your hockey team knows what to do. How about it? How about it, Denton? Let's have a night. Come on. There's still a lot of game left. I know. Four O's the most dangerous lead. You don't yeah. wanna be up <laughs> four. Don't wanna be there. Yeah, dude. The Raiders, it's like McDaniels just oh you know. Josh uh, McDaniels lost to Jeff Saturday last year, Denton. He is at home, coming he, off his couch with Matt Ryan as his quarterback when they had just switched back to Matt Ryan. Has there ever been a better dodging of the bullet than when he said no and ghosted Indianapolis? Like I know the Frank Reich thing didn't work to the expectation because Andrew Luck retired, but them missing out on on Josh McDaniels had to be one of the best moves in franchise history. It was it was a blessing. The guy is an absolute piece of work. It yeah. didn't work in Denver. He only works well under Bill Belichick. Yeah. Well, and when Tom Brady's his quarterback. So. Which, maybe that's why he's trying to get Tom Brady back. Yeah, maybe that's why he's trying to get him back. Yeah, they, uh, they dodged the bullet there. I- I'm really interested to see this Shane Steichen hire, especially with a guy like Richardson with all that talent that that dude has. Oh, did, my did God. Did you hear the rumor that uh, of Tom Brady's new potential lover? I did not. Maybe it's, I did. It's not Giselle, but apparently he has gotten friendly. Kim Kardashian. With Kim Kardashian. As soon as you were saying that, I was like, you know what? I did. I, did. I cannot fathom why someone as successful as Tom Brady would look at just the past two years of Kim Kardashian's life and think, yeah, I could get in that. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to be a part of that circus that's going on over there. Yeah, sign me up for that Hulu show. I can't wait to see Kim Kardashian discuss me. I mean, granted, it would be like Hall of Fame-level content on Instagram from Kanye West, but I'm, I'm kind of all right with what Kanye's doing right now, which is not speaking publicly. What about, did you see Josh Allen might be dating uh, Haley Steinfeld? Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Good good that, for him. That he, is my quarterback. He saw well Pitch done. Perfect like the same way I saw Pitch Perfect too, and I was like, she looks like pitch a girl perfect. I'd like to know. What's the uh, what's the Marvel show called that she's... She was in Hawkeye. Hawkeye, thank yeah. you. Thank yeah, you. She's yeah, yeah. Um, the young Hawkeye. The young Hawkeye, yeah. It's good for Josh.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I saw that and I was like, wow, didn't, didn't know that. I thought he was married. I, guess he got um, I think he was engaged, engaged? Okay. and then he was no longer engaged. And look, man, like, I don't know, I don't know Josh Allen's girl. I don't want to, like, step on anybody's toes here. Upgrade if you're going to Haley Seinfeld, right? I mean, you're not losing no, if you're going to Haley not Seinfeld. Da- he definitely didn't downgrade. You're, you're not that, downgrading no, no, there. No, that is I mean, sure. there's, like, three women in the world that Haley Seinfeld would be considered a downgrade for. And Josh Allen ain't downgrade. This is true. Do you watch Succession? Are you uh were you locked in that finale? Nah, like, yeah, nah, I saw everybody in everybody was, tweeting about yeah. it, but I I don't normally jump on those those overly hyped shows. The only one I ever got on was Game of Thrones, Gross. but I got on it right before the final season, so I didn't have to wait two years. I did the same thing. Yeah, I did it, the same thing. It, it was, was fantastic. Smarter, and then I got yeah, let down. It was fantastic. I uh, I, it's it'll be interesting to see kind of what the next show is, where like everybody's live to because Game of Thrones was like the peak, right. and it was during the pandemic. Pandemic or right before? It was like right, right, bef- right before. before. It was, I think it was 2019. Yeah, and everybody was uh, was just live tweeting about that final season. It was amazing. Yeah. I won't be anything on Netflix. No. I can tell you that it's, because it's the their, HBO shows, their man. password sharing situation uh, sucks at the moment. I got hit by that on, I think it was Thursday, and 
It shook me up a little bit, PJ. I no longer have Netflix. Oh, no. I was mooching off my parents. I don't live with my parents. So now they're like, well, you're not in the same household as the original account. So uh, you can't use it. I hope it completely tanks their company. No. That's oh, yeah. awful. That stinks. And if everybody else starts doing that, I hope their companies tank too. Mm. Just let me mooch off my parents in peace like a normal <laughs> millennial. Jeez, Louise. Stop trying to make me do better in life. We're watching the uh, TNT halftime show. People are tweeting out uh, people putting bricks Is on that guy house. wearing a green heat jersey? Is he lost? Yeah, it's like gray and Is green. that like a – what is the situation there? That has to be a special for something. Yeah, like that looks St. Like Patty's a, Day maybe? I have no idea. It looks like a Boston uniform with a heat Looks logo. like a practice jersey, yeah. Yeah, what is my green. man doing? I don't know. I don't know. Your thoughts, though, on the first half. How – if you're a Boston fan right now, one to ten, how how concerned should you be? With ten, like ten being this is you're crying done. in a corner yes. in the fetal position. Yes. Probably about a six. Mm. You know, you don't love what you've seen, but we understand how third quarters work in the NBA. The game is completely changed in the third quarter. So as long as you are the one that flips the switch, and considering that Jason Tatum went three of seven in the first half, as long as you're the one that flips the switch. You're feeling all right. They're four of twenty-one from three-point range, shooting nineteen percent versus Miami shooting fifty percent. Is Joe Mazzulla regretting his haircut right about now? I think I think they were regretting a lot of things. I bet the haircut is low on the totem pole for that one. Do we think Lucy Burge has moved to a different section of of her house to watch the game? No, you got to stay loyal. You got to stay loyal. Gotta stay loyal Same to seats. The chair. Right. Well, I guess she's not at her parent. Yeah, house. not at the parents' house anymore. Yeah, she might have changed seats. I, I think I would have by Maybe, now. Yeah, I would have switched socks. I think yeah. I would have changed what I was wearing. I would have changed the cup that I'm drinking out of. You know, change I'm not superstitious, but I am no, stitious. Little little stitious. Well said. I I am the same way. Got it. You got to change. If you're it up. a fan of the Dallas Stars, you're in the fetal position. <laughs> yeah, that that is rough. You are watching Succession right now. Like I just got to rewatch it. This is true. Uh, the Miami Heat are up 11 at halftime, 52 to 41. Three and a half point favorites on the live line, and the total is one ninety-three and a half. Denton, That's if big. I gave you Boston plus three and a half right now, or over one ninety-three and a half, which would you rather take? I would parlay that. You would. I would. Yeah, I'd, I'd parlay that. I feel. I still feel fine about Boston. Granted, I don't have a dog in the fight, so my meter of panic is just a guy that bet them to, to lay the seven and a half is probably a four. But I still feel pretty good about Boston. I, I think Jason Tatum is going to kind of figure it out in the uh, the second half. They, I'm sure they are taping his ankle up in a way that they've never taped before, so he has all the support that he that he needs. And maybe they pumped him with something to kind of get the adrenaline spiked. So right now, the Boston Celtics are plus two twenty five to win the NBA Finals, and the Miami Heat are plus six hundred. So. And Denver is up to minus 200 right now. I would jump on Miami on that one. You would jump yeah, on that, the plus 600. Uh, the plus 600, that's a pretty good number. It's never going to get better. That that would be the one that i jump on. All right. There you go. Live from Denton Day's mouth to your ears. Miami Heat and plus hopefully to your wallets. Hopefully to your wallets. Oakland Athletics, they are all-time bad. But would you believe it? They're beating the Atlanta Braves as we speak. We'll tell Love you about that it. next. Bet MGM tonight.
Welcome back to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Welcome back, BetMGM Tonight. PJ Glasser and Denton Day here with you. We're getting ready to start the second half of Celtics and Heat. Celtics are up. 50 or excuse me Celtics are trailing they wish they were up they they wish they, they were wish up. they were up they are trailing 52 to 41 Miami three and a half point favorites on the live line over under 193 and a half Denton I just asked you on a scale from one to ten how nervous you would be if you're a Celtics fan you said a six Beck QL social team actually just posted that so you're a six then we were talking about our friend Lucy Burge who just joined us and we talked about if you know she'd be superstitious if we she should move on the couch a little bit, we'd say we, we probably would. We are superstitious fans as well. We would change something up. I have a feeling a lot of Boston Celtics fans are changing yeah. stuff. Yeah, Jimmy Butler Jimmy hitting Butler the three said, right out the in gate. Your eye hole. Not great. Not great, Steve. Um, so we got two statistics, right? One from ESPN and one from our great production team. I think the production team one is a little bit better and more, I would say, a bigger importance. Teams that have a double-digit lead at halftime, PJ, in Game 7 since 2003, 24-1. The 1 in the 24 was a historic collapse by the Houston Rockets against Golden State, where the Rockets missed 27 consecutive free throws and for the night shot 7 of 44, 15.9% from three-point range. ESPN sent out another stat that says the Heat have won 41 playoff games in a row when leading by 10 points at halftime. So remember, about seven minutes ago, you were giving us the, the number for t- chances of winning a championship. The Heat are plus 600. Hammer the Heat. Yeah, because again, Denver is going to be big favorites in that series if it is Heat Nuggets, but uh, it won't be plus won't be plus six hundred to no, start Game One. Certainly not. Potentially could be after Game Two, but uh, definitely not in Game One. Boston's down by fourteen points here. Vegas Golden Knights they are up four nothing over the Dallas Stars. Caleb Martin too is reminding me a lot of the postseason that Jalen Brunson put together last year that kind of put him on the map. I'm not saying Caleb Martin is as good as Jalen Brunson, but the dude is earning himself a lot of money, and I, I think he's showing that he, he's a really, really good player. Really good player. Uh, the Celtics need someone to be a really good player right now. This is a uh, – their performance is crazy. Is unbelievable. 16-59-43. At, at home. Yeah. I mean, it's just a bunch of – stoic-looking Boston Celtics fans that look like they want to cry and stay home from work tomorrow. Ridiculous. So Jimmy Butler's got 16 points, 5 rebounds for the Heat. Caleb Martin's got 14 points, 8 rebounds. Bam only has 4 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, only taking 4 shots. Gabe Vincent has 10 points. Max Struess, 5 points, 2 rebounds. Duncan Robinson, 5 points off the bench. Lowry with 3 Jalen Brown's got 15 for Boston. He's the only guy in double figures. Then Boston's very balanced. The only problem is Just that three poorly. guys have five <laughs> points. Tatum has seven, and Robert Williams has six. So, uh, so not ideal. Tatum's three for seven from the field. He's 0 for one from three point range. He's not being he's not being aggressive. No. He rolled his ankle in the first minute of the game, 
and he's playing like somebody that rolled his ankle in the first minute of the game, that's a little worse than what we thought it was going to be. He has to be he has to be better. He shot 15 free throws, PJ, in game six. He has two today. Crazy. And the two free throws he shot were on the play where he rolled his ankle in the first minute of the game. He has to be aggressive. He needs to start shooting more. Jalen Brunson is or Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brown is doubling his shot total. And then some. Jalen Brown has shot 15 times compared to Tatum's seven and five three-pointers. Who, by the way, Jalen Brown's not a great three-point shooter. So him already shooting five three-pointers, somebody got to step up for Boston here. I mean, just crazy. So now they're plus seven and a half at minus 125. You liked it at plus three and a half. I assume you like it at plus seven and a half. Or has the first two minutes of this half just told you that? It's just not there. Yeah, night. at the moment, I'm. Uh, I'm Look, not... you know, you know, they got a run in them. I don't know if they're going to cover the seven and a half. Maybe <laughs> they have a run, and then Miami pushes it back out. Yeah, there, there's runs, and then there's being down sixteen. It, it's just, it really is unbelievable, though, with Boston, how they are just all or nothing. They either blow you out at home. Or they just they lose outright. And look, there's still time left. Maybe they can make a run. What do you think about this over 194.5, though? Because if Boston makes a run, are they going to be like matching Miami shot for shot and kind of trying to make points up that way? Or are they going to have to, you know, keep Miami to one of those stretches where the Heat only score like four points in seven minutes? Would you take, like, an under? Do you like an over? Or is it just no, a stay away? I mean, I would probably stay away, but if you're forcing me to pick a side, I still like the over in I that. Because I think if they go on a run, there's going to be some sort of offensive explosion, and yeah. then Miami will eventually answer. I mean, in a perfect world, Boston goes on a run to make it close, and then they start going shot for shot. Mm-hmm. And it's, it just becomes the, you know, the, the old cliche of a heavyweight fight. It's blow for blow when whoever falls down first is going to end up losing right yep agreed uh let's talk some baseball the oakland athletics denton they're up four to one on the atlanta braves four to one good for them they had a they had a grand get that 11th win baby come on oakland they the oakland a's denton they are zero and 21 as a dog of higher than plus 195 this season looking to make it one and 21 today as they are up four Today is the day. Sun is shining. The rest of the, the MLB is, is 13 and 33 as underdogs of plus 195 or higher. But the Oakland Athletics, they are 0 and 21. I love that Miami right now is pressing. Oh, yeah. They're up 16 in the they're Eastern putting, Conference Final Game 6. And Eric Spolster's like, full court, guys. I want to pick up 90 some odd feet. Which is, which is just brilliant coaching again, right? You're up 16. You know Boston's going to make a run, but you want to keep. Well, you want to keep bringing it to like them. Boston has a press break, at least on the inbounds. You're going to really fluster these guys. Tatum, wide open look. Can't knock it down. Mm. He didn't think he was going to be that open. Mm. Den, this is wild. This is wild. Is this is this loss, if they get blown out, is this going to be more devastating than the Bruins losing to the Panthers? It can't be that level, right? But, no. like, you, you come back from 0-3. You have the city so excited. Like, the last thing they're thinking, they should think, sure, maybe we'll lose. They're not thinking they're going to get blown out. If, no. Again, if this ends you up have, being you the You have case, the right? built-in excuse right now of Tatum's ankle. Is it a good excuse? No. Is it one they'll use? Yes. Yeah, rolled his ankle. Our best player wasn't him. He started missing shots he normally makes. I mean, he just missed a wide-open shot where Miami kind of dared him to shoot. Like, he was wide open from 15 feet away, and Miami's like, yeah, take it. Hmm. 
I certainly didn't think I'd be saying that midway through the third quarter in the Eastern Conference Finals, that they're daring Jason Tatum to shoot. The guy that we saw score 51 against Philadelphia. That's a, He's a completely different player right now. Yeah. it's. Cr- I mean, he, he just first play of the game. He up fake, and then he drove baseline, shot a little floater, his foot came down, and he, it just rolled over Gabe Vincent's and. You know what uh, What would have made that not happen? If your boy Al Horford would have taken Al that. Al Horford at 14-1 to 1 would have taken that lay and made the first basket. <laughs> Just saying. Butterfly effect, baby. All bad things happen because Al didn't take that first shot. Let's see if Boston can make a little bit of a run. They made a couple free throws. They just got to stop on the defensive floor. They're now 14. Still so much time left. There's 9 minutes, 20 seconds to go in the third quarter. Tons of time. But, uh, yeah, their, their offense got to get going in a hurry. You can tell by the way that Jason Tatum's moving. He's not fully healthy. And they're not moving the ball as, as quickly as they should. Derek White is going to get a statue erected of himself in Boston. Dude, he that's two three-pointers for Derek. Just need one more to cash that over two and a half. It's all the guy does. Knock down three-pointers in this series. So he's at ten points. Second Celtic score in the double figures tonight. And here's a little bit of a run from Boston. We'll see if we'll see if Miami Again, you you got to get it down to 6 points for Spolster to call a timeout and then you're cooking with gas. Jimmy Butler oh, winning out. All right, so Boston your cut it to single digits. Derek White. Yeah, man, Derek White really has been good. He drives again. He's, he's attacking oh, and gets an and one. one. I'm telling you, like this is basketball for dummies. Attack the basket. If you're struggling shooting three-pointers, which Boston has done tonight, they did it in game six as well, attack the basket. You're 22% from three-pointers. I understand the analytics that a three is worth more than a two. Like, trust me, I get simple math, but you need to get momentum. You got to attack the basket. That means Tatum. That means Brown. Clearly, Derek White has gotten the message. Feed it to Robert Williams and Grant Williams on the inside of the Robert Williams for a point in time was off the bench. He's now back on the floor for Boston. But you got to feed it to the guys inside. I mean, right now, Boston, 8-0 run in a, a span of about 90 seconds, BJ. It really does happen like that. It, it truly does. And, again, this is where Jimmy Butler, you're the star. you got to make some shots to kill some waves. But they're going to go to Caleb Martin, and he's been the guy, dude. I'm telling you. He is this year's Brunson. He really is. I'm not saying he's as good. I'm not saying that you can build a team around him. But – that guy is making himself some money, and, and he has proven that he can play both sides of the floor. I mean, there he is coming up with steel, even though Jimmy poked it away. Yeah, they uh, the, the Miami Heat know good and well. Jalen Brown is not a comfortable dribbler. Right. His handle is not good at all. They're just going to pickpocket him, which makes it really difficult when you're trying to drive and attack the lane. Mm. As a guy sitting at a three-point line, if you can't dribble into traffic. Like, Tatum, Tatum has a bit of a handle. It's yeah, not does. great tonight because he's flustered, but they're just going to eat Jalen Brown alive with this. Yeah. And he's going to stop shooting three. threes. Like, stop it. Yep, so 10-point lead for Miami, 7.20 to go in the third quarter. Uh, we got about a minute left in the segment, Dan. Any thought on the Oakland A's? Are they getting more than 30, uh, 40 wins this season? No. I don't think so. I, don't I had to do so. quick math to be like, how I think far the, into the season are I think we? the record is 43 for the lowest wins, I believe, and they're on what pace kind of, for like 29. Do they go on more than a four-game win streak this year? <laughs> no. No, no. Then they're not getting 40 wins. No. Do you think they sweep anybody this year? Yes. You do think they I, sweep I do somebody. think they sw- – wait, you said sweep, not a series win. No. 
Okay, no. I think they win a series, at least a couple series. Okay. I don't think they so you're thinking maybe anybody. like a 2 2 or like a four game series. Maybe, yeah, maybe they win three, three and then one. Yeah, 3 1. Okay. Yeah, something okay. goes maybe terribly wrong way. for somebody. Man, if you want Atlanta plus two and a half on the run line at plus 135 against Oakland, I'm telling you, that was a bad spot for the Braves. They played Sunday night baseball last night and then had to travel from Atlanta to Oakland, but I thought it's the A's. They're going to be fine. Well, sure enough, A's are giving it to them. Miami's up by 10, six minutes to go, third quarter. Hour four, BetMGM tonight on the way after the break.